Oh, hey, Queen, how's it going? Welcome back to the Note to Self podcast. I know, I know, it has been a minute. How are you? I hope you're fabulous. I, I've been holding off on doing this episode because I've been going through it. I'm not going to lie to you, gal. I could lie and say that, you know, oh, we do 10 episodes a season and then we have a big break and then we do another 10 and then a big break and then blah. But that's not the case. Like maybe it should be the case because apparently after 10 episodes, I go back into my shell, but I'm about to explain, I guess, where I've been, what I've been doing. Um, and I guess an explanation for the little cheeky gap in these podcasts. And I know that you love me for being honest and open and raw and real and, you know, not your typical hashtag influencer. I'm really struggling to get words out because I was going to wait until the perfect moment. I was going to, you know, write notes and get some form of structure to this episode. And I've just kind of realized that that isn't going to happen. Like, I can't wait for a perfect moment. I can't wait for a perfect opportunity. I can't wait for the right words to, you know, be written on a page to then be able to speak them to you. I can't sit and wait for that because we haven't got time for that. Do you know what I mean? We haven't got time to wait. And I am going to explain why I'm being so cryptic, but (laughs) I just, I feel like, I don't even owe anybody an explanation, but I just, I want to share where I've been and what I've been doing with you because I know, like, I know deep down in my soul that there are so many people that feel the same way. And I just, I guess I want you to know that you are not alone. Like, there's a reason this podcast is called the Note to Self podcast because it's not just a note to myself. It's a note to yourself. It's a note to every single person that stumbles across this podcast. It is a chance for you to feel less alone. It's a chance for you to remind yourself how amazing you are. And more than anything for me, this podcast, I started it as a way to be imperfect, as a way to allow myself, give myself permission to be imperfect and to stop chasing this idea of perfection or you know, I don't know, like this idea that everything has to be spot on and everything has to be cut and edited down. And you know that because you've probably listened to the first episode, but I started it with that in mind to push me outside of my comfort zone and to show you the real me that isn't just on stories. You know, I'm, I'm sure that most of you listening look at my stories all the time and you know who I am. You know that this podcast is literally me 24 seven, but the last couple of weeks, I have not been feeling like me. I have not been feeling myself at all. I have completely gone into my own shell. I have just plummeted in confidence. I've plummeted in even just like body image. And that happens when you feel down in general, you know, your body image takes a hit, your self-worth takes a hit, your confidence takes a hit, everything just takes a huge hit. And I know that you might be going through this as well. And so I didn't just want to shy away from it. I have done, I'm not gonna lie, you know, I hold my hands up and say I've shied away from it for the last however long it's been since I did the last podcast episode. Um, But I don't want to shy away from it anymore. I don't want to just sit and wallow in the way that I've been feeling. Um, Because it's not, 
helping me, but also my my whole entire life revolves around helping you. I don't want to cry. I'm not going to cry. My entire life, everything that I've worked for up until this point and forever going on is my business, is my baby, is my career, is my, more than anything, like my, I guess like mission, purpose, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Like just the thing that I care most about in the entire world is getting other girls to feel so confident, so confident in themselves because we don't, like we suck at confidence. We suck at the confidence game. And I want you to feel so empowered and so happy and so phenomenal in yourself because you are so phenomenal. And so as soon as I got to this point a couple of weeks ago where I just didn't feel that for myself, hun, I felt like a fraud. I was like, how dare I? be top 10 in the UK freaking fitness podcast charts talking about how to, you know, be worthy of yourself and love yourself and accept yourself and be confident and be happy and, you know, work towards your goals. When I'm freaking sitting here, like crying on the kitchen floor some days because I just feel so low. How dare I show up on Instagram and tell everybody that, you know, I'm smashing my gym sessions when I'm leaving the gym and like crying because I just didn't feel strong or didn't even feel cute or, you know, things like that. Like, how dare I? How dare I be giving value to people that seems false when I can't even get myself to a place where I feel good, you know? And so that's, I guess, like how I've been feeling over the last couple of weeks. And I've been really trying to work through it. But like, I, so I've been speaking to my therapist a lot about it, obviously, if you don't do therapy, hun, come on, get into therapy, like, get into therapy, but if you've, and and actually, side note, I have spoken to my therapist about doing a podcast episode, um, and she loves the idea, and I actually think it would be so good, because so many people ask me about it, and I just feel like I'm so not equipped to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or to just give you any, I don't know, advice or whatever. Or, so I feel like that will be a really good episode. So look out for that one in the new year. But I was spe- I've been speaking to my therapist a lot recently about these things. And I've just been feeling, I thought I was just super burnt out, super run down, super stressed, just in need of a break. Um, and I get like this because I love my job, because I love what I do. I don't take breaks. And as much, you know, we can love what we do, but if you're not taking a break, you're not able to recharge. And sometimes the work that I do recharges me, you know, sometimes sitting and planning, I've got some really great plans for the new year. And like those things I am doing until like 4am because I'm just so invested. I'm like, I love this. Like I'm in love with certain parts of my job, but then even that you need a break from. And I just, I'm, I just haven't taken a break at all. And so I was just like convinced that I was just burnt out and just needed a holiday or whatever. And especially obviously this year, we haven't been able to go anywhere or do anything or anything like that. You know, we've been cooped up in the house. So yeah, I think I was like, I was just convincing myself that I was just stressed and burnt out and ready for a break. And my therapist just kind of looked at me and was like, Joe, have you thought about antidepressants? And like at that moment, I just, I just immediately was like, no, absolutely not. No, because, and I don't think there's anything wrong with antidepressants, but I've 
And to be honest, I think it hit me because as soon as she said it, I was like, damn, like, yeah, you're right. Like I have been depressed before back when I was younger. And this, this is the, you know, that's the vibe. That's you hitting the nail on the head there, hun. And it was just, you know, got to a point where I just, I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't show up on stories because I just couldn't face getting on the camera. And you know me, I'm a Gemini. I freaking love the camera. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, take videos of me. Like, let me take a selfie. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I love being on Instagram stories. I love going, you know, just doing videos. You know that about me. But that's why it was just so frustrating for me because I was like, I don't want to do anything. Like, I can't show up. I can't be there. And then that was like, well, if I can't show up, then I can't give value. And if I can't give value, then I can't help you. And if I can't help you, then I'm not fulfilling the thing that I want to do in my life, you know? And so it was just, I just started to go down this huge, huge, ridiculously massive spiral and I couldn't stop. And I know you probably resonate with this because I, I feel like we've all been at that point before. And I'd been at that point before, you know, years and years and years ago when I was like 16, maybe 17. And it's it's so hard to get out of. And so as soon as she said antidepressants, I just... I don't know, something clicked in me and I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing this again. I'm not, I'm not going to be in this position again. I'm not doing it. And I think more than anything, it was that I already feel numb. I already feel like I've numbed my personality over the last couple of weeks. And I know that so many people love my ridiculous, over the top, crazy personality. And <laughs> Like, that's what makes me me. Do you know what I mean? That's what makes me who I am. That's, you know, when I'm in those crazy moods, that's what I love. I love that side of me that's just like super like ridiculously chirpy and I don't know, like dramatic and uh, I don't know, like, you know, they're just the crazy side of me. That's like my favorite part. When she shows up, I'm like, yes, hun, like you're going to literally take over the world. And I love that side of me. And I just feel like I'd lost it. I just completely gone into my own shell I'd completely like just crumbled under I guess just the pressure of everything this year I know that we've all been through so much just you know as a world this year and I just yeah just I just felt like I had already I felt like my personality had been ripped out of me and I had nothing left to give and so when she said antidepressants, I was just like, I've, I mean, I've never taken them. I don't know enough about them. So please don't quote me on this but and like, feel free to message me and tell me that I'm wrong. But like, I've heard from multiple friends that have taken antidepressants that it just makes you feel a little bit numb. Like it makes, it just like, it kind of balances everything out to the point where it's just everything's level. And like, my personality is so up and down, like so up and like highest of highs, but also the lowest of lows. And I'm cool with that because usually I can ride out those lows and you need the lows to experience the highs. But I just had already felt numbed and I just didn't want to feel even more so. And that might be temporary. I don't know. But either way, that moment clicked for me. She mentioned ADHD, which I think is no surprise, to be quite honest. I think everyone that I've told is like, yeah, I see that. <laughs> um, and and she also mentioned about antidepressants and just dealing with depression full stop and, you know, how how to work through it or how to 
I guess, cope or manage. And at that point, that day, that literally that day, I then sat down and was just like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not letting myself spiral any further. And I just stopped wallowing. I stopped being, I don't know, just numb. I just stopped. I just, I woke up that next day, right? It was, I think a Wednesday. And on the Thursday I woke up and I just had this new get up and go that was like, I am not letting myself lose myself. You know, I'm not, I'm not losing myself again. I I like, I just, I'd felt like I've, I feel like over the last couple of months, especially my confidence has been plummeting. My body image has been plummeting. My self-worth has been plummeting. My imposter syndrome has been skyrocketing. (laughs) And I just felt, I don't know. I don't know. Unworthy, um, underappreciated. I think I was, I'd spent the last year and you can put two and two together or whatever, but I spent the last year feeling very undervalued, very underappreciated, very, um, I don't know the right word. I don't know the right word. And I'm not going to give you a word that's incorrect. <laughs> but I just, I didn't feel myself. I didn't feel myself. Let's just put it that way. I've just felt like I've been in this big fat rut. And so when she mentioned antidepressants, I just, it just, uh, that's the only point I can remember anyway, a couple of weeks ago, where I just woke up one day and was like, no, I'm not doing it. So I sat down and I said to myself, right, well, what, what, what's changed? Like what has changed? Because in my eyes, like nothing had changed. I'd, in fact, I'd, um, you know, completely rebranded my business, which BT dubs, big news coming. Um, but I completely just relaunched my business. I was working with girls that I, oh my God, like my dream girls to work with. I was working with, and I still am. I shifted the focus to just working with the girls that I know I love and I know that I can help. And I know that, really value me and I value them and I trust them and they trust me. And I'd completely just shifted everything to align with what I really wanted to do, which was build my own brand, be my own queen, and then help everybody else feel like queens as well. Like that, it's just, that's my ultimate goal. And I'm moving so much further forward than that. You know, someone said to me a couple of months ago, it's better to be at the bottom or at the start of a ladder that you want to climb than at the top of one you don't. And I resonated with that so much. And that's what made, helped me make this jump to to kind of just build my own brand. Because I knew, I was like, no, I, I know that this is what I want. This, like my own space, my own community, my own queens. And everything was going swimmingly. You know, everything in my life is great. It's fine. It's perfect. It's fabulous. But there's just something inside of me that was like, you don't deserve any of this. You you know, you're not, you're not worthy of any of this. And that is, that was so frustrating for me because I was like, well, hang on. I teach my queens to feel worthy of, you know, getting the best results possible, to feel empowered, to make the decisions that are going to best support the future selves, to live their life not fearing what people think not worried about what they look like or how much they weigh or you know their shape their size their their life like get their life back that's 
that's what I teach my girls to do. I teach them to have confidence to walk into the gym. I teach them to feel phenomenal on their night out or on their wedding day or for their baby shower. Like I teach them how to love themselves day in, day out, even when it's hard. So why couldn't I? Why couldn't I do it? Why have I been going backwards all this time? So I think that's why I just stopped. I stopped doing everything. I stopped doing this podcast. (laughs) I stopped going to the gym. I stopped doing anything that I loved. And when I say anything, I mean anything. Like seeing my friends. My I haven't seen my friends in so long or I hadn't seen my friends in so long. I was in the house constantly. I wasn't even going to the office. I don't know if you noticed on Instagram, I wasn't even going into the office anymore. And I pay an extortionate amount of money to go to, to have that office. <laughs> I just was like, nah, I'm gonna work from home on my peasant little laptop. And like, I just... I stopped reading. I stopped dancing around the kitchen. I stopped walking. I stopped moving full stop. Like I stopped doing anything that made me feel good. And it's so easy, isn't it, to do those things when you feel good. Like it's so easy to go for a walk when you feel motivated to go for a walk. It's so easy to like, I don't know, put on some Beyonce and dance in the kitchen when you're in a good mood. It's so easy to, I don't know, go to that gym class or go and lift some weights when you're feeling good, when you're motivated to do it. When you're not, it's the hardest task in the world. And so naturally, when we start to feel rubbish, as I know that we all, you know, I've had a lot of conversations, a lot of conversations with girls that are feeling the exact same way as me. They just feel a little bit lost. They just feel a little bit crap. And it might be this time of year. I know that we tend to get a little bit of SAD, a little bit sad at this point of the year, you know, November time starts to, you know, it's dark outside, it's cold, it's miserable, especially with everything that's happened over the last couple of years. Like, I think we're all just, you know, we need the festive spirit. Do you know what I mean? We need to be on a ho, 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 mother fudging vibe. And we're not, (laughs) especially now that Boris has announced another situation. But I'm trying so to like not mention the C-bomb, do you know what I mean? But you know what I mean? All of us, I think, have been through it. And it's, it, I think it's just taken its toll. And so I know you feel me. I know that you feel this, but as soon as we get to that point where we just feel so demotivated and so down and so lack I don't know, lacking in just life and spirit and, you know, that that feeling of like, God, it feels good to wake up in the morning and just go and get stuff done and tick off that to-do list and go to the gym and hit those PBs and like, I don't know, just feel good in yourself. Like when, when you don't feel that, that's when all of the things that you know you need to do to make you feel great, that's when they suffer. That's when they go downhill. That's when they just stop. And you just stop doing them. You stop, you know, going to the gym, moving your body. You stop eating healthy. I stopped eating healthy. Bear in mind, I am an online coach. I am qualified in, well, too many things to even talk about at this point. But like, I am, I know how good eating vegetables makes you feel. I know how phenomenal going to the gym makes you feel. I know that drinking water makes you feel like a goddess. So bitch, why wasn't I doing it? Like, 
why did I just stop all of those things? Why did I start ordering so many more takeaways? Why did I just stop going to the gym? Why did I stop reading? Why did I not do all of the things that made me feel good? And so that morning I just woke up and I just said, no, I'm going to get back to it. I'm going to do it. And something that we were talking about, me and my therapist and I, were talking about what can, what, what can we do? Okay, no, let me get these words right. So, so all of these things that I love doing, but just have no drive to do, how can we make them happen on the days where depressed Joe takes over? So how can we make these tasks, these, I don't know, moments of joy, these fun things, or even, you know, washing your hair or getting a bath or whatever, how do we make them so easy and so achievable that even depressed Joe can do them? And so that might look like, I'm, I really don't want to read books. Like I'm, I love reading, you know this, I've mentioned it on so many podcast episodes and every guest podcast I've ever done, I've told them about my love for reading or my new love for reading. But the last couple of weeks I've just stopped. I just don't want to do it. I don't even want to pick up a book. So what can I do to make that the easiest thing possible? Okay. So that morning I put one of my books on my bedside table and I made a kind of pact with myself that I would just read three pages every single night before I go to bed. That's it. Three. That's something that even depressed Joe can do. That's something that even Joe, who doesn't want to get out of bed in the morning can do. It's little things like that, that I just, you know, I just stopped doing. And so we, we minimize the task. And that's the first thing I'd say, if you're feeling this sort of way, minimize the task. I spoke about this on my Instagram stories. No, in fact, I posted an actual feed post on it. So go and have a little look at that. It's a very unattractive angle of me doing the peace sign. Um, so yeah, go and have a little look at that. But we minimize the tasks to make them super easy. I'm still working on going for walks. Every single day I'll wake up and I'll go, I'm going to go for a walk today. And then I don't. But still, you know, I'm human and I'm learning. And that is my motto for this month. But I knew that I just couldn't keep feeling this way. I couldn't keep spiraling. I didn't have room or space or time to keep, or energy to keep spiraling. I couldn't do it. I just had shit to do. Do you know what I mean? I've got, I'm, I'm, excuse me, miss, but I'm supposed to be taking over the world here. And there's me not wanting to get out of bed. Is that something that a takeover the world would do? Absolutely not. So I got out of bed. And every single day since, I've got up and I've just done at least one thing that I love every single day. One thing that just brings me some level of joy. If that's making a coffee in the morning with milk instead of black coffee, brilliant. That's it. Ticked. Boom. Done. Something even depressed Joe can do. And I don't want to feel like a Debbie Downer today because I, I actually, I feel, I feel so much better just from the last couple of weeks of just taking that time. Uh, first of all, recognizing where I was at and and accepting that this was going on and not trying to run away from it or trying to hide from it or trying to fight it. I just allowed it to exist in my space and be like, nope, do you know what? That's, you know, it is what it is. Okay, sirrah, sirrah, mate. Do you know what I mean? And then I just wrote a bit of an action plan on what I'm going to do. And then, do you know what? In a couple of weeks time, I might be coming back to you and saying, look, do you know what? This hasn't really worked that well for me anymore. You know, it served me for this long, but it's not working anymore. And, you know, maybe I do have to go and seek a different kind of help but 
for me right now, I'm feeling so much better just from doing those things that I love. And someone said once, what was it? Someone said a really good quote. I was like, okay, it was about stress and burnout. Okay, let me think about it. So this is probably, I'm going to word vomit right now. But someone said, and it was just like an Instagram me not me what are they called like quote on instagram or something okay so okay right i'm not even gonna i'm gonna su- super butcher it but just hear me out right he said something along the lines of like stress and burnout people think that stress and burnout comes from doing too much but actually stress and burnout comes from not doing enough of the things that you love and that hit me because as much as i do so much of what i love because I love work and <laughs> I work all the time. But it's true. Like I wasn't doing any of those things that I found joy in. You know, I wasn't reading, I wasn't going for walks, I wasn't going to the gym, I wasn't eating well, I wasn't looking after myself. I wasn't doing anything that made me feel good. I wasn't doing anything that made me feel on top of the world. That just made me feel alive and made me feel happy and set my soul on fire. You know I talk about setting soul on fire all the time. Like I wasn't doing any of those things. And so it wasn't that I was doing too much. It was just that I wasn't finding that balance. I wasn't finding the balance of doing, you know, just enough of the stuff that I know I need to do, that I need to tick off, you know, getting my to-do list done. But then also allowing room to go and see my friends. And like, I guess another thing that happened in the middle of that as well is I went to my friend's birthday party. And before I went, I, I... mentioned to my boyfriend just about how I was feeling and just saying I just feel so down and I don't know how to snap out of it bunny ears um and he said Joe you you refill your cup you recharge in the presence of other people you love communicating and speaking to people and being in large groups and you know entertaining people and socializing that's what recharges you that's what fills up your cup his version of filling up his cup is sitting in a dark room and not doing anything and being alone and I don't know playing his game or researching knee pain (laughs) but like that's not me like if I need a little bit of love or happiness or recharge I'll go speak to someone I'll call a friend I'll I don't know try and annoy my boyfriend until he like gives me attention like I thrive in other people's company and he's the opposite and he just said to me he was like Joe like go, go and do it, go and see everyone, like, it will make you feel good, and you know what, it bloody did, and I was, I was putting it off, I'd, like, cancelled so many events in the last couple of months, because I was just like, no, I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it, I don't want to see anyone, don't want to hang out with anyone, I don't want to, I don't know, I just didn't want to, I don't know, I didn't want to put myself out there, um, and he was just like, Joe, just do it, and so I did, and I felt so good for it, and it's, it's finding those things that work for you, like I said, you know, his, way of recharging is by being alone my way of recharging is by being with other people and like getting that their energy and I think that's so so important to find what works for you because it's not going to be the same as me you know having a bath instead of a shower or reading three pages of a book every night like that's not going to work for you necessarily so find what it is that sets your soul on fire and do more of it do more of it do it all the time like as often as you can, because that I think is what has pulled me out of this spiral or just at least stopped it or slowed it maybe. And I think that's really important to keep doing because I feel like we don't do enough of it. We don't do the things that set our soul on fire. We don't do those things enough. And so if you take anything from this episode, I guess just let it be do something every day that makes you feel great. Like, oh, please. 
because it's definitely, definitely pulled me out of a really dark place. And I just wanted to share where I've been, I guess. But I think that day when my therapist told me about antidepressants, I just was like, nah, I need to regain some control of my life. I need to find myself again. I need to be happy on purpose. And that was like huge for me. I wrote it down afterwards because I said I said it to my therapist. I was like, I, I want to be happy on purpose. I don't want to keep trying to like fall into happiness or wait for happiness to come along or like wait for somebody to come in and, and, you know, I don't know, wave a magic wand and make me feel happy again and make me feel myself again. Like, I think that's what I've been living by for the last couple of weeks is just, I choose to be happy on purpose. I'm choosing happiness. I'm choosing to see things from a more positive perspective again. And like, I am not about to go all airy-fairy on you, I promise. Um, But even that, I was speaking to like, I was speaking to my therapist about law of attraction. And I was saying, I don't, but my stance on law of attraction, we can have a proper episode on it. I might try and find someone who's maybe super into it and have a bit of a a level-headed discussion about it, because I think that the law of attraction is a placebo effect, but placebo effects work, mate, so why not? Like, if you can just wake up and just choose to to say, right, no, do you know what, today I'm I'm just, I'm going to do things that make me happy, I'm going to feel the happiness, I'm going to, like, really just enjoy the little things, I'm going to make my coffee, and like, make it nice, and enjoy it, and put milk in it, and I don't know, like, stir it, rather than just letting it brew, like, do you know what, stupid things like that, but I'm just going to choose to be happy on purpose. And that's that's the thing I've been living for is just taking action and just doing the things that make me feel alive and not waiting, I don't know, not waiting to just stumble upon it or trip over happiness. I, I want to create it. I want to build it. I want to make it happen. And that honestly has changed my freaking world over the last couple of weeks. And so if you do anything, I want you to just be happy on purpose. Like choose that happiness. Choose, choose to just like, I know it's I know it's so hard because I feel like if you'd have told me that maybe four weeks ago I probably would have been like yeah whatever like you can't just, just snap your fingers and boom but like I I literally did like I don't know how else to explain it I literally did I literally just woke up that day that Thursday and I just said no I'm not doing it anymore like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna really put my happiness first I'm gonna really put myself first and I did and I feel so good for it and I'm so glad that I did and you know what? It's not all sunshine and rainbows. Like it's not. Like I still have days where I feel low. I still have days where I feel um, self-doubt and rubbish and sad and down and not my best self. But like that that's okay because I'm human and I'm learning. And I don't know if you've noticed, but I keep saying that a lot. And it's because I'm trying to embrace the imperfection. And I'm trying to embrace the idea that, you know, we are humans and that we can mess up sometimes and that that's okay because that's what makes you human that's what make that's a part of life um and so yeah I know that I don't know I know that I am such a perfectionist and I'm really trying to work through it to be able to still provide content for you guys because I don't want to be falling off the radar every you know couple of weeks and I don't want to be hiding from you and going through things like this on my own because I know that even just me going through it helps you as well. Like the amount of DMs I've got over the last couple of weeks of when I've, you know, opened up to people or, or written a post on it or mentioned things on my stories about, you know, having a crappy gym session or feeling deflated or feeling rubbish at this time of year. Like you relate to it. 
And so I don't want to not show up for you guys. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to not show up and just be like, "Mm, I'm just going to suffer in silence because I feel like sometimes just knowing that you're not alone is, is like so powerful, so helpful. Um, and so, yeah, if you're, I don't know, if you're feeling a little bit that way (laughs) in whatever way, I don't know if you're feeling any sort of down, any sort of sadness, any sort of, I don't know, like you're a little bit lost or you're not really sure what the freaking hell is going on in this world, um, then you are not alone. <laughs> so many of us are feeling it. And I just, I yeah, I don't want you to, I don't want you to feel sad. But it's okay to feel sad because I think sometimes the sadness has to happen to allow the happiness to come back in. Um, like imagine if you're just always happy all the time. Then it would just feel normal and you wouldn't feel happy all the time. you just feel normal. So yeah, I think you have to have these little ups and downs, but like my down was really down and I spiraled way too far down than I would like to. Um, but yeah, I just, I guess, yeah, I want you to know I'm crawling out of it, mate. <laughs> I'm crawling out of it and I'm back and I am feeling just so inspired because the last couple of weeks I've just been really working on how to A, make myself feel the best that I possibly can to keep providing you know, value to you. But like, I have some crazy goals for 2022. And I can't wait to share them with you, to be honest. I've been really cryptic on my Instagram stories. And I've said, you know, I've covered a lot up and said, oh, big things coming and that sort of stuff. But I just, I want you to know that there are, like, I've got you, gal. I have got you. Like 2022, I don't care if you haven't got you know, a penny to spend, I've got you. I don't care if you've got, you know, thousands to spend, I've got you. I don't care if you just like watching my stories, I've got you. I don't care if you want to buy my program and be in my world, I got you. Like, we're on it. We are on it. And I'm, I can't wait. I can't freaking wait. 2022, Queens, is our time to shine. It's our time to shine. We said that about 2021 and look what happened. Whoops. But this year, we've got it. Like, we're gonna, we're just... We're going to be on top of the world. I know it. I know it. I know it. And I can't wait. And so, yeah, I'm probably going to wrap it up because I don't actually think I've said anything, but I just felt like I wanted to let you know. I wanted to, I guess, let you peep behind the curtain as to what's been going on. Um, And yeah, we're good. We're good. We're back. We're, <laughs> we're back in the game. Um, Thank you so much for just, if you've reached out and just said, hi, when's the podcast? I loved it. Like, thank you. Um, I have a lot of self-doubt sometimes. I have a lot of imposter syndrome. I have a lot of um, feelings of unworthiness a lot of the time when it comes to, I don't know, everything that I do. And it's something that I'm working through. But I just, yeah, just know that I appreciate every single comment, every single review, every rating, every, I don't know, reply to my Instagram stories, every like on social media, like they mean the world to me because it helps me to know that actually, do you know what? Like, I'm not just, I don't know, chatting to myself. (laughs) And I am actually fulfilling a little bit of what I want out of my life, which is just to make you feel fantastic in every way, shape and form, because you deserve it. Like so badly, you deserve it. Um, so yeah, anyway, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening to my waffle. I promise there'll be actual value coming soon. 
<laughs> um, I have some really crazy guests lined up over the next couple of months as well. Um, we've got a lot of girl talks, a lot of just chin wags with some really insane people. So yeah, super exciting stuff. Um, just to let you know as well, if you are listening to this before Christmas, I am or will be launching a free training masterclass webinar. I don't know what you want to call it, but a bit of a chin wag with me um, just to talk about how to really smash your goals over the next couple of weeks and really just feel great about yourself as we move into Christmas. Now, this isn't a how to lose weight before Christmas. This isn't a how to avoid gaining 10 pounds at Christmas. It's none of that. I don't care. You do what you want to do over Christmas, but I'm putting on this webinar to make you feel empowered, to be able to make whatever decision you want with the comfort of knowing that you're not going to feel guilty afterwards. You're not going to feel like you're missing out. You're not going to feel in any way, shape or form less than for whatever decision you make. Like that's that's the goal for this webinar is to just help you A, understand that like Christmas is supposed to be enjoyed, but also just help you kind of navigate the next couple of months to be able to still continue working on your goals and feel so good about yourself regardless of whether it's Christmas or the new year. You know, you don't have to wait until January to feel phenomenal. And so that's what this webinar is going to be about. So if you would love to join, I will give you more information maybe next week or the week after. Um, But head over to my Instagram stories if you're interested because I will be announcing all of the details there. Um, But it will be completely free because I just, yeah, I just want to catch up with you more than anything. I just want to see your faces and just hang out. (laughs) So yeah, that is going to be the next kind of super exciting thing that I've got planned. And then gal watch out because January is going to be sick. I don't want to disclose too much because I'm getting a lot of things ready for it right now. Um, but just know, I said it before, but I got you. Like I've, I've fudging got you. Um, so yeah, big things coming. But anyway, I will let you crack on with your life. Thank you so, so much for being here. Thank you for supporting every single inch of what I do. It genuinely means the world. Like I cannot explain to you how much it means to me that you are here and you are supporting and you are listening and you are sharing and yeah. So thank you. Um, I will let you crack on with your life. Go and have a fabulous week and I will chat to you soon, queen.